Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Quantitative means more or less of what you are already doing. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those to personal initiative. What is that? That is go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called, let's all say it together, work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today we are talking about qualitative versus quantitative change. This is one of my favorite topics. It is a subject that a lot of people really do not understand. And the reason why many people don't understand it because it's never been presented to them in a coherent, articulated, articulate way in which they could digest it and then apply it. But you know, that's one of the reasons why the work on your game masterclass is really one of the reasons the work on your game brand and business exists. And so I can take concepts that you need to understand that maybe someone has tried to put across to you, but they did not have the skill of articulating it and breaking it down in such a way that you could understand it and then do something with it. But that's why I'm here. Now, that's the void that I'm filling in the marketplace. That is my reason for existing. So that's why we're going to talk about what we're talking about here today. Now, before we even get into this, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text that I send out for free every single day to everyone who's in my text community. And so the question is not if I have a text community. The question is, why are you not in my text community? If you have a phone, what you do, now, you have a phone number, which you do, because somebody's paying that bill. All you got to do is text me at this number right now. Here's the number, 305-384-6894. Send a text message right now while you're listening to me, because your phone is right there in your hand. Send me a text right now to that number, and every day when you're listening to this show, every day when I send out my daily motivation text, you will be on the receiving end of that text. I mean, does anyone not understand what I just said? Send a text to that number right now. The number is down below in the description, show notes, wherever you're listening to this is down there. Or wherever you're listening to my voice, my number is somewhere close by. Just go to my profile. It's easy to find my text message number. Text me at that number. Every day when I send out the daily motivation, you will be getting it as you should. Now, let's get into this topic, qualitative versus quantitative change. First of all, let's get a definition of 
these words so that you know exactly what I'm talking about here. This is really about the difference between these two and why the distinction matters so much to your success. And this is not necessarily, let me be clear, is not necessarily saying that one is better than the other, because there are times where you will need each. There were times you need a qualitative change and the root word of qualitative is quality. And there are times when you need a quantitative change. The root word of quantitative is quantity. Qualitative means what is happening. Quantitative means how much or how little of something is happening. There is a use for each. I'm not saying one is better than the other or that one is right and one is wrong. You need to understand the reason this episode exists so that you understand which is which and you understand which one you are performing at different times in your life so that you are making the necessary adjustments and that we are operating by, y'all know the phrase, accurate formulas. What does it mean to have an accurate formula? If you have never heard that phrase before, if you are new to the show and you haven't heard me talk about accurate formulas, let me help you out. Go listen to episode number 2167, being right versus being accurate, because they are not the same. Episode number 2163, the four worst inaccurate formulas that you have been taught. Episode number 2154, how to operate by accurate formulas. And episode 2113, the skill of accurate thinking. If you have not listened to those four episodes, go listen to them so you understand what I mean when I use the word accurate. And many people have different ideas of what that word means. And that's accurate, not Acura, not the car. Accurate. All right, you need to know what that means so that when I use that phrase, I'm not going over anybody's head. I'll give you the framework for how all of this works. Y'all just got to pay attention. So let's get clear, first of all, on the definitions of these words. Quantitative. Definition of quantitative means relating to, measuring, or measured by the quantity of something rather than its quality. In other words, more or less. Quantitative means more or less. Everybody got it. Good. Qualitative. Definition. Relating to, measuring, or measured by the quality of something rather than its quantity. In other words, that means how something is being done, the levels of, not even the levels, because that might confuse you. It's how something is being done. Let's just put it that way. Rather than how much of what's being done or what period is being done. Just doing something completely different is a qualitative change. You're changing the quality of the approach rather than just doing more or doing less. All right. So today we're going to discuss the difference and why this distinction matters so much to your success. As I've said, point number one, topic once again is qualitative versus quantitative change. Number one, most people, and I'm talking about you, most people, when they are faced with a challenge in life, here's what they do. They default to doing what they know. And in my experience, and this is something that I've seen enough, something that I've read about enough that I will say that this is a general rule and this is generally true of most people. That when they are faced with a challenge, they default to what they know. What most people know is only one way of doing things, which is a quantitative adjustment. In other words, most people, when they are faced with a challenge, they start doing more or less of things that they are already comfortable with. And now I'm talking to you right now. I'm talking about you right now. And I'm talking to you and about you at the same time. When you get faced with a challenge in life, what you usually do is do more or less of things that you are already familiar with. That's how most people address challenges in life. I'm not getting the success I want. Okay, let me put in more hours. I'm not getting the outcomes I want. Okay, let me do less of this thing and a little bit more of that thing right there. Most people, when they're faced with challenges, they just do more or less of the stuff that they're already doing. Sometimes that works. Let me be clear. It's not necessarily a bad idea. Sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't. This is known, what I just described, as quantitative change. For example, when things are not going your way in a particular area of life, 
What do a lot of people do? And listen, I get the text messages. I have thousands of people in my text community. I get the text messages. I know because I ask people directly, what's the challenge that you're dealing with right now? They tell me, I say, okay, what's your solution to dealing with it? I mean, it's not like I'm the first person that you ever told about this. or It's not like this is the first time you ever thought about it. You're just telling me about it today. You're 25, you're 41, you're 37. It's not the first time you thought about this challenge. What are you doing to deal with the challenge? You know what the kind of answers I usually get from people when I ask them what they're doing to deal with their own challenges? Usually it's some form of quantitative adjustment. In other words, I just need to work harder. Harder means more, more or less quantitative. I need to put more focus into what I'm doing, more or less. I just got to give more time to it, more or less. Uh, Any of you ever use these phrases? Uh, Some of you are doing this right now. Some of you are making quantitative adjustments in your life right now. You're just trying to do more or less of whatever is working or is not working. Most of the time, people are trying to do more because the culture that we have in Western society is work hard, sleep less, you know, just do more of the stuff that is allegedly leads to success. So, and you push out all the stuff that's supposed to hurt you. Those are all quantitative changes. Less sleeping, less relaxing, more focused, harder work, more time, more hours, more belief, more energy so I can make more money and get more success and do more of what I want to do in life. You notice how all these things is all quantitative, more and less. Anything you're doing more or less of that is a quantitative change. And again, I am not saying that this is necessarily a bad idea, but again, keyword necessarily, because we have to have an accurate formula to know whether this is right or wrong. You can't just go off of the piece alone. It's not enough information. All right. Stay with me here, everybody. That I'm, Have I lost anybody yet? Quantitative means more or less of what you are already doing. Any of you right now who's decided that to fix your current challenge in life, or at least one of them, that you need to work harder, show up earlier, stay later, sleep less, give more focus, put more energy into it, give it more time, you are all operating quantitatively, adding on or subtracting from. Even if you're doing something that you are not already doing, if your mind automatically goes into things like, as I just said, and I'm going to keep saying these, all right, so don't get mad at me, working harder, believing in yourself more, focusing on yourself more, wake up earlier, go to bed later, get more information, be more disciplined to be more mentally tough, more confident. All of these are changes in quantity. They are all quantitative changes. And there are times in life when a quantitative change is exactly what you need. All right, don't get me wrong. Some of you do need to work harder. Some of you do need to sleep less. Some of you do need to step your focus up. Some of you do need to be more consistent. All right, sometimes that is exactly what you need. However, that is not the entire picture. And this is where the accuracy of formulas comes in. See, this is where people lose the accuracy because some of you are only familiar with what I just described in point number one. You listen to that and you're like, yeah, Dre, that's where I'm at. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. But here you only got half the equation. See, there's another half of the equation you're not even familiar with. And that's why I'm here. Okay. That's why you're here. And you're supposed to be here listening to this right now because I got to give you the rest of the game, which you didn't know. That's why the show is called work on your game. Like you see how all this just falls into place. Point number two, let me tell it to you. So then you'll know what I mean. Point number two. Topic once again is qualitative versus quantitative change and the difference between the two. Number two, please listen to what I'm about to say. Burn this onto your brain. Write it down. Call your best friend and tell them that I said it. All right, write this down because this is the most important thing you're going to need to get from today's masterclass. After everything I just said in point number one, here it is. Most of the biggest changes, positive changes in your life are not quantitative changes. Everything we just talked about in point number one, work harder, show up earlier, focus more, believe in myself more. Those are not the things that create the biggest changes in your life. Anybody listening to me right now who wants to make a big change in your life 
it is probably not going to happen based on quantitative adjustments. In other words, the big change that you want to create in your life is not going to happen because you worked harder, showed up earlier, put in more time, focused on yourself more and believed in yourself extra. You're not going to get the result from doing that. Let me tell you how you do get the result. The biggest changes in life are the changes that are in the quality of what you are doing or a complete change in what you are doing, period. In other words, taking the thing that you're already doing and changing your entire approach to it or taking something that you're not doing and you start doing it or something that you are doing and you completely eliminate it and get rid of it. Complete qualitative with an L, qualitative change, quality change, not quantity, more or less, quality what you are doing or how you are doing it. The biggest changes in your life happen when you make a qualitative change. You change the quality of your approach. I want that message to sink in. So I'm going to give a little pause there. So I just want that one to process in your brain just for an extra second before I move on to my next point. Or for the rest of this point, we're still on point number two here today. The topic qualitative versus quantitative change in life. What does it mean to make a qualitative change? Here's what it means. Instead of working harder on a thing that is not working, it means using a completely different approach to your work, maybe changing what you were doing completely, maybe doing something completely different from what you were doing before. Qualitative change means instead of being more focused and more disciplined in a process that is not producing the desired result, like you're doing something that's not getting the result, so you say, well, I just got to be more focused. I got to be more disciplined. I got to work harder. No, maybe you don't. Maybe you need to change the whole process. You got to change the whole process itself. See, it's not that you need to work harder on the process. It means you need a different process. We're operating on the wrong process. This is what we call an inaccurate formula. An inaccurate formula is a formula that no matter how perfectly you work it, you're still not going to get the result that you want. Many of you are not getting the success that you want in life because you are operating by inaccurate formulas. And the problem is you don't even know that it's an inaccurate formula. And the compounding problem is you don't know what the accurate formula is. And the reason why all of this, the root cause of all of these problems is because you're trying to do everything by yourself and you don't have the information. You don't have the insight. You can't see yourself in the mirror. There are certain things that you can't see, certain angles you cannot see about yourself that other people can see. But as long as you insist on doing everything by yourself, you're going to keep operating by inaccurate formulas. And no matter how hard you work, how hard you believe, how much you focus, you will not get the outcome you want because your formula is off. Now, I'm talking to a bunch of people right now. So let me take a sip of water while you think about that. Okay, you still with me? When I was struggling as a youth playing baseball, I played baseball before I played basketball. A quantitative change in baseball would be to do what? All right, now everybody understands quantitative versus qualitative, right? When I wasn't making it happen as a baseball player, what would a quantitative change be? It would be to work harder at baseball. Or let me practice more. Let me show up to the field a little bit earlier. Let me take a couple extra fly balls and ground balls. Let me do some extra batting practice. Let me just work harder on catching a ball or my throws or whatever it was. Those are quantitative changes. Let me put more effort into this thing that's not working. The qualitative change, that's one thing I could have done. Here's a qualitative change, qualitative change that I did make, here's what I did instead, is to stop playing baseball completely. I just gave up baseball and this is what I did. I started playing basketball. (laughs) I just stopped playing baseball and I started playing basketball. Now, let me ask you a question. All right, knowing what you know about my history, about my background, and to those of you who don't know, let me tell you in two seconds, 
I played professional basketball for nine years. All right, do you think I made a good idea by making a qualitative change of giving up baseball and playing basketball instead? Now, listen, let's be clear. Maybe if I had made that quantitative change in baseball, maybe I would have become a baseball player. Maybe I would have become a pro baseball player. Who knows? But I don't know if anybody who's listening to this actually saw me play baseball. My guess is probably not. All right. My guess is baseball wasn't my thing. I was in the wrong place. I was you no know, chopping down trees in the wrong forest. If you understand, you get the metaphor of what I'm saying here. I had to step into a different forest and chop down trees over there. And listen, I didn't come into basketball and automatically it was a yellow brick road. I had to work hard at basketball. I was terrible when I first started, but I picked the right vehicle. Everybody follow me? Many of you are in the wrong vehicle. All right. You're in the train going south when your destination is north. And no matter how hard you work on sitting on that train, you're still going to end up in the wrong place. And until you get some help, an extra set of eyes on what you're doing, it doesn't matter how hard you work at it, you're still going to fail. Another example of a qualitative change. If you're selling a product right now that costs $10, you're charging $10 for your product and you're not making any sales. Instead of working harder at trying to sell your $10 product, how about, this is just a suggestion. I'm not saying you had to do it. How about you raise the price of the product to $100? Now, you don't need as many customers to make money. $10 a pop, you got to sell 10 of your products to make $100. At $100 a pop, you only got to sell one. You made $100. Now, which one is going to take you more effort? The $100 sale or the $10 sale? And if you know anything about sales or anything about money, period, and the concept of money and money mindset should understand is definitely the second. It's much easier to sell a product for $100 than it is to sell 10 products for $10. The cheaper your product, the harder it is you have to sell it because you're selling to people who have less money, have a smaller money mindset, and usually have a scarcity mindset. When you're selling cheap products, you're selling to cheap people. Cheap people have scarcity mindsets, and they are less apt to part with their money. This is a truth about sales. So any of you didn't know it now, I just gave you some free game about selling. It is easier to sell a high-priced product to a couple of people than it is to sell a cheap product to a whole bunch of people. So any of you who's ever set the price on a product very low because you thought strategically that would help you sell more of them, you're probably wrong. But hey, I just gave you a business lesson, so you should go make your adjustments as necessary. But what you should also do is get some help. I'll tell you how to get some help from me so you can be strategic about it. You're not just randomly doing random things, one-off things, and hoping that they work and then wonder why they don't because you don't have a whole picture of what we're talking about here. But I digress. A qualitative change, folks, is a complete change in approach. It's changing your entire approach, not changing just one thing, changing the entire approach to what you are doing, while a quantitative change means simply trying harder. And here's the thing about qualitative change. When you change the quality of what you're doing, you can't get just one piece of the puzzle and then think that that's going to change everything. This is one of the biggest misconceptions, one of the worst inaccurate forms that I see a lot of people trying to operate by. I had somebody texting me. They were asking me about nutrition. They texted me about this a couple times. They might be listening to this show right now. Hopefully they are. And they should text me if they hear this and because they know I'm talking about them. And if this is you, then yes, it's just you because you're the only person who's asking me this. There's a person who's an athlete and they were saying, well, Dre, I want to go plant-based or vegan and I play sports and I'm just trying to get some information on know, how I can eat as a vegan and an athlete. Now, I am plant-based and I'm an athlete, but that's not my area of expertise. I'm not going to write any books on how to be a plant-based athlete. It's just not my area of expertise. I do it, but I don't consider myself qualified to really give any deep information on the subject, maybe a chapter or so, but not a whole book. And anyway, this person has asked me about this a couple of times. And the problem is, is not the problem that they're asking me. The problem is they've been asking me these one-off questions like, well, what kind of foods can I eat? Or no, what kind of style can I have when it comes to doing this? The thing is, 
You can't just take one piece of the puzzle and just do that and then think that it's going to work out. For example, when I was doing a lot of basketball videos on YouTube back in the day, that's all I was doing when I first came out on the internet. Players would ask me, well, I heard that this basketball player did this drill, or it'll be some NBA player. This NBA player did this, or Steph Curry did this, or LeBron did this, or Kobe did that, or Kyrie Irving did this. And there would be this one thing that they heard that that guy did. And these players want to copy that one thing that that person did. And I would always explain to them, well, look, yeah, maybe they did do that one thing. Who knows? It's all no anecdotal. It's all no urban legend that this player did this and this player worked out for this many hours, et cetera, et cetera. The thing is, you can't copy just one thing that Kobe Bryant did and think that you're going to become Kobe Bryant. You can't copy just one drill that Kyrie Irving did and then expect to have game like Kyrie Irving. You got to do everything that they did. See, you understand the difference between and this is the thing when it comes to qualitative change. You can't just take the piece that's convenient for you. You got to take the whole picture. For example, as an entrepreneur, I'm in several different coaching programs for different areas. I pay for memberships to like four or five different people's programs for different stuff. They're not conflicting with each other. But the thing is, if I follow anything that any one of those people's programs tell me to do, I can't just take the part that I'm comfortable with, the part that's convenient for me or the part that I agree with or the part that I already understand. I got to do all of it. I had to do the whole picture. The parts that I wasn't even thinking about doing, I had to do. Why? Because the whole picture is what makes the whole thing come together. You can't take just one piece of a jigsaw puzzle and say, okay, the puzzle is done. You got to put the whole puzzle together, which means following the entire process, not just the parts that are convenient for you. Many of you only want to do the parts that are convenient for you or the parts that maybe you are aware that you need to change, but there are parts that you're not even aware that you need to change. But until you step into a realm in which you can get all the information, you won't even know that you're ignorant on certain subjects. Ignorance just means not to know, by the way. And if, until you become aware of your own ignorance, you can't make complete qualitative change in your life because you don't even know what you don't know. You are unqualified to diagnose your own qualitative changes many times in life. This is why you join masterminds. This is why you go to events. This is why you go to conferences. This is why you get coaches so that you can get all of the information, not just the parts that you know that you need to know. There's a whole bunch of stuff you need to know that you don't even know that you need to know. Did I go over anybody's head? Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is qualitative versus quantitative change, the difference between the two and why they matter. The juxtaposition of these two approaches explains exactly why most people never achieve the outcomes they want to achieve in life, because most people only focus on quantitative change. I already told you that. Most people only focus on doing more or less or harder or better of what they already know and what they're already comfortable with, things that are within their comfort zone and things that they understand. Most of you understand the concept of working hard, which is why when people are not getting the outcomes that they want in some area of life, they resort to, I'm just going to work harder because most people are comfortable with the concept of working hard. Not necessarily that you're comfortable with the actual work, but you understand the concept, okay, I need to work harder. You understand the concept of instead of waking up at seven, I want to wake up at 630. Everybody understands the concept. Or when people say to me, when people text me and I ask them, what's the challenge they're dealing with? And I say, okay, what are you going to do to deal with that challenge? No, often people give me the answer. Well, I just need to focus more. I just got to believe in myself more. I just got to keep trying. I got to keep working hard. I got to put more time in. Bullshit. No, you don't. That's not the problem. That's usually not the problem because if you're 41 or you're 33 or you're 25, again, you didn't just come up with this problem today when you text me. You've had this problem way before you came into my text community. If all you needed was these things that are within your comfort zone to solve your problem, why do you still have a problem? Because clearly that is not the solution to the problem. Does everybody understand what I'm saying here? Am I going over anybody's head with what I'm saying right now? All right, all of you 
who think that the solution to your problem is doing more of things that you are already aware of. Here's my question. Why the hell do you still have a problem if that's the solution? I'll wait. Let me take a sip of my water while I wait for you to come up with an answer to that question. Most real change, folks, most real jumps in performance and results are not a result of quantitative adjustments doing more of anything or less. They are the result of qualitative adjustments changing your approach. The biggest challenge to a qualitative approach is that we are usually battered in our lives every day with messages of quantitative change. We notice things that we understand. We notice the concept of work harder because we all understand the concept of work harder. See, somebody might be talking about a qualitative change that you can make, but if you're not aware that how it even applies to you, you won't even notice the message. It goes straight over your head. You don't even miss it. You don't even notice it. When people who have reached success of public note and they're asked how they did it, what do they usually say? What do people say when a famous actor or actress wins an award and they get interviewed and somebody says, well, what's the key to you being so successful? What does a basketball player say when they get an MVP trophy or they get some kind of success and someone asks them, what's the key to you becoming such a great player? What do your favorite you know, motivators and inspirers and influencers say when they tell you a story about some successful person and they try to extract some key point to give to their audience about why that person was successful? They all say the same thing. I'm, I asked you three different questions, but the answer is the same for all three. Anybody know the answer? What's the answer? Hard work. They just believed in themselves. They worked harder than everybody else. They showed up every single day. They were focused. They concentrated. They believed. They worked hard. It's the same stuff over and over and over again. And this is why we all understand these concepts. And this is why usually when you're faced with a challenge, you resort to doing one of these things because this is the thing that you hear over and over and over again. It's been told to you your entire life. And usually it's wrong. Earl Nightingale and Lead the Field said, you want to step yourself ahead of the field, look around what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. That is not only in action, it's also in thoughts. People will tell you all day about believing in yourself, working hard, wake up early, go to bed late, do more, more, more. Why? Because it sounds simple. It's easy to understand. Makes them like a superhero to the masses. And it's easy for any bum to explain this. Any bum can start a podcast talking about working hard, believing in yourself, waking up early, do more, do more, work harder, go further, et cetera, et cetera. All right. This is why most of these people are bums. Because they don't really have any real substance to give you. They're just telling you different versions of the exact same point. But that's why I'm here. This is the void that I'm filling in the marketplace. This is my reason for existing, as I told you. If they told you the truth, which I'm telling you today, if they were even capable of explaining it, most of them are not, which is why I'm here again, they will tell you about the qualitative adjustments that they needed to get to where they are. Now, your favorite athlete is a great athlete. All right, they're not great at explaining what makes them a great athlete. Many of them couldn't tell you. The real thing is a lot of them just have genetics and talent that you ain't got. So it doesn't matter how hard you work, you ain't going to be them. Don't shoot the messenger. If someone was telling you the truth who could explain it, they would tell you about the qualitative adjustments that you need to make to get to where you are. This qualitative adjustment, when I talk about joining me in my masterminds, working with me one-on-one, working in my group coaching program, when I talk about strategy, this is the qualitative adjustment. There's also mindset too, because we got to make a qualitative change in the way that you think about things, not just what you do, but the way that you think about them. Because if your thinking is off, then you're going to do the things that are based on your thoughts. And if your thoughts are based on an inaccurate formulas, doesn't matter what I tell you, you're going to keep doing the wrong things. So mindset and strategy, the first two pieces of the four part framework is about qualitative adjustments. And until you make those qualitative adjustments, you can work all damn day. You're not going to get to where you want to get to. I'm talking to a lot of you right now. Not a few of you, a lot of you. 
because again, I get the text messages, I get the emails, I get the DMs, I read the comments. I know this is not me just randomly guessing. I know this is the case. Question is, who's listening? See, the problem with all of this is qualitative adjustments. If somebody could explain it to you, it would go over many people's heads because they never considered this concept. They don't teach this in school. The reason they don't teach this in school, and listen, all love to the school teachers and educators who are listening to this show, most school teachers cannot explain things the way that I can explain. All right, that's why I'm here. Again, I'm like a teacher. I just don't work in a school. Now, I would get fired if I worked in a school. That's why I got to do it here, through this show. <laughs> all right, I'm unqualified to work in a school. It would go over many people's heads. And listen, teachers couldn't even explain this, let alone could they give it to you. It even goes over the heads of people who have actually executed on it. See, people, I told you all many times, there are many people out there on the planet who can do stuff, but they couldn't explain it to you. See, being able to teach it and being able to do it are two different skills. There happen to be a few people who can do both. I'm one of those people. Again, this is my reason for existing in the marketplace. That's why I'm here. If I wasn't here, then you wouldn't get this message. That very few people could get this to you if it wasn't me. I say that humbly, but it's true. All right, tell me somebody else who can give you this message. Tell me somebody else who can explain this the way I'm explaining it. Name them. I'll wait. Many people can do things, but they're terrible at explaining. This is why you get the default answers of hard work, believe in yourself, all the whack motivational stuff that many of you have been raised on by your parents, by your teachers, by your coaches, by your spiritual leaders, and your big brothers and sisters, and by the motivators you've been following on social media before you came across me. You can unfollow them and unsubscribe from their shows. I got you covered from here on out. All that said, let's recap today's class, which is qualitative versus quantitative change. Definition of quantitative means relating to, measuring, or measured by the quantity of something. Qualitative change means relating to, measured, or measuring the quality of something. Number one, most people, when faced with challenges, default to what they know. And most people only understand doing more of things or doing less of things. And this is known as a quantitative change, changing the quantity of what you're doing, meaning you can, if you can count it, then we're talking about quantity. When things are not going your way, usually you work harder and you work harder, you believe in yourself more, focus on yourself more, wake up earlier, go to bed later. Those are normal things that all of you usually tell yourself that you're going to do when things are not working out in life. Sometimes this works. However, point number two, most of the biggest changes in your life are not quantitative changes. They are qualitative changes. That is a complete change in approach. The challenge with the change in approach is not that you do not necessarily understand that you need a change in approach, is that you do not emotionally accept that you need to change an approach because your entire life, the whole 35 years you've been alive, all you've been doing is work harder, work less, do more, do less. Quantitative change your entire life. I come along and in 30 minutes, I tell you that you need to start making complete wholesale changes to your whole approach versus 35 years of your conditioning. Which one is going to win? You tell me. It's like arm wrestling match. There's no chance. Many of you never make the emotional change to take qualitative change in your life. And this is why you keep doing quantitative changes. And it's why you keep running your head into the same brick wall over and over and over again. But there is light at the end of the tunnel. I'll tell you about it in one moment. Number three, the juxtaposition of these two approaches explains exactly why most people never achieve the outcomes they want to achieve in life. Because most people only focus on quantitative changes because that's the only thing most people understand. It's the only thing most people explain. It's the only thing most people can connect on is, all right, let's do this more. Let's do less of this. They don't understand taking a completely different approach to what they're doing simply because there are very few people on the planet who are capable and have the credibility to explain the concept to you and get you to accept it, understand it, not only logically, but also emotionally, and then get you to actually execute on it. This is a lot of work. Right? This is not easy to do. This is why most people never do it. Okay, so don't feel bad 
any of you listening to this right now, if you've never understood the concept of qualitative change, if you never made a qualitative change, at least intentionally in your life, understand the reason why you never done it is because most people don't understand it. They cannot explain it. They never do it themselves. And this is why you've never been made aware of this concept. But again, you were in the right place at the right time with the right individual today. You are supposed to be here listening to this whenever you happen to be listening to this. This is how we make qualitative change. You have to understand it. You have to embrace it. You have to emotionally accept it, not just logically accept it, but emotionally accept it. And then we act on it and then you get something done with it. All that being said, here are two things you can do right now. Those of you who uh, I've gotten through to, first of all, text me so you can get my daily motivation every day free of charge. My number is 305-384-6894. And secondly, those of you who are ready to make some qualitative change in your life, real qualitative change in your life, changing the quality of what you're doing, you're ready to make a change in approach so that you can get the outcomes that you want rather than getting more or less of what you've already been getting. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. There's a button at the top of the page to work with me one-on-one. You will sign up for a call. We'll get on a Zoom call. We'll talk about what we need to talk about, where you're at, where you need to go. And I will give you some game right there on that call. Call is free of charge. And if you want to join my group coaching program right there at workonyourgameuniversity.com on that page, you can see everything that we do in the group coaching program is laid out. You can join the program right there on that page. Again, either option, you go to workonyourgameuniversity.com, one-on-one or group, workonyourgameuniversity.com. And let's get started making some qualitative change in your life. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894 again 305-384-6894 get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge 305-384-6894